Achieving Clarity podcast. My name is Ben Morley, an Air Force pilot turned consultant. Each episode, you will hear actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life, personal and professional, to achieve more clarity, purpose, and effectiveness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical clarity training. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Achieving Clarity podcast with me, Ben Morley. Great to be with you on another episode. Today, we're going to talk about ADD, but probably not the ADD most of us are familiar with. This one is Authenticity Deficit Disorder. Of all the traits that great leaders should have, the vaguest and hardest to understand is probably authenticity. Now, we have all heard it said that a great boss must be authentic or genuine, but what exactly does that mean? Authenticity is one of those buzzwords like spirituality that can be overused or generate feelings of dislike simply by hearing it. There is this idea that all you have to do is to be yourself and then everything will just work out. This forgets the issue that there may be people out there who will not react kindly to a person acting or saying things based on the premise that they were just being their authentic self. All of us, since childhood, have these scripts that we have been told to fit into, that there is a way to be, and that there is something about the way we are that is not right. Imposter syndrome can arise when there is a sense that there is something fundamentally wrong with me, so I have to hide it or correct it so that I can be like all those other people. Now, we get these scripts from our parents, from school, our society, based on our race or gender, and there is a certain way I need to act in a relationship, and these scripts can be confusing, preventing us from really answering the question, who am I? What is my gift? And how can I be this person so that I can share this gift with others and share it with the world? The World English Dictionary defines authentic as of undisputed origin or authorship, genuine, an authentic signature, or accurate in representation of the facts, trustworthy, reliable. Now, that is probably what most of us would think of if we had to define authenticity, but that does not tell the whole story about authenticity. In practice, authenticity is the degree to which one is true to one's own personality, spirit, or character, despite external pressures. In psychology, it is defined as the quality of being genuine and true to one's own values. From a business leadership perspective, it is this psychological definition that tends to be most useful when we attempt to determine if a leader or boss is authentic. So, how can you tell if your boss suffers what I call the authenticity deficit disorder? Given how subjective authenticity really is, that may be a tall order. So to help, here are some perspective definitions for what might be the observable basic personality traits of someone with true authenticity. So someone could be said to be authentic if they speak with candor and honesty, they have a willingness to share accountability, 
They exhibit true empathy. They say what they mean and they mean what they say. They walk the walk, not just talk the talk. They're motivated by personal convictions, their values. They lead from their own personal point of view and not necessarily from the party line. They are true to themselves rather than conforming to the expectations of others. I mean, they are not yes men or psychophants. And they are not faking leadership, believing they are leading but really having no followers. This last one's important as there's this old saying, if you think you are leading and you turn around and no one is following, then you are merely taking a walk. Those who are authentic are deeply aware of how they exhibit empathy. They understand how they think and behave will affect how they interact with coworkers. This results in how these leaders are perceived and will frame these coworkers' opinions about this leader's values and moral perspectives, knowledge, and strengths. So rather than emphasizing what it takes to be authentic, maybe another way to look at this is to focus attention on inauthenticity. So for example, for example, a manager is being inauthentic when he or she is overly compliant, say with a process or a procedure, or they are downright obsessed with the demands related to his or her management role. You could say they are someone who is thoroughly convinced of their own importance. Many leaders, or should I say managers, are, for lack of better words, stuffed shirts. They have been playing leader for so long, being molded by the daily pressures of management, that they forget to be human. They forget that leadership is how you relate to the people you are leading and not all about the business you are running. A common malady in business today is called the Harpagon Syndrome. The syndrome is suffered by nearly all people who have reached the top rung of management. The syndrome is derived from the main character, Harpagon, in the play La Verre, in English called The Miser, a satirical comedy by French playwright Moliere. In the play, Harpagon is a wealthy, money-mad old widower. He loves money more than reputation, honor, or virtue, and spends his time watching and guarding over it. It is what destroys his relationships with the world. Leaders, or should I say again managers, in organizations suffering from Harpagon syndrome do the same fretting about the financial condition of their business to the extent that they cannot become authentic leaders. This is an example of the many demands placed on top management that molds them to the daily pressures of management and running an organization. The higher you go on the corporate pyramid, the more the pressure to be inauthentic. And this explains by many why many would-be leaders are so surprise-averse and actually create confrontation and crisis in their own organizations as a result. They become obsessed with guarding against any and all things that could upset the proverbial apple cart. It also explains how they become micromanagers and workaholics. Now, this became the culture in the U.S. Air Force, where I was a pilot for 27 years. There was this belief that it was a one-mistake Air Force, meaning if you experienced a mistake, either by your own doing or by your subordinates, even if it was an honest one, then your chances of making the higher ranks were either significantly diminished 
or eliminate it altogether. As a result, those career-focused individuals would become micromanagers or workaholics, or both, in an effort to exert as much control as they could over their organization. And this bred managers rather than leaders who would ruminate over their current organizational position, adopting an attitude of playing not to lose rather than playing to win. They would tread water until the next ladder rung became available. Ironically, many of the great leaders in military history were known to be rule breakers, and not for the sake of merely being rebellious, but to achieve the mission by being truly authentic to who they were and how to best serve their teams and their nation. And we have celebrated these great men and women by naming buildings, boulevards, and awards after them in their honor, yet the authenticity they exhibited would be met with sheer panic, followed by quick discipline by many of today's military-stuffed shirts. So, how can this be fixed? Well, there can be this sort of bizarre magic that can happen when you put down the masks and false identities we carry around in order to relate to others. When you just show up as your unmasked self, engaging with the other person as who you truly are, you are then bringing more authenticity to the conversation. And this can build bonds of trust and cooperation that otherwise may have never existed. It can break down walls to effective communication and generate a synergistic effect in the organization that can help it go from merely good to outstanding in short order. Authenticity does not need to be mutually exclusive with leadership. In fact, I do not know how someone could be called a leader without exhibiting authenticity. Suffering the authenticity deficit disorder should not be a given as you rise to the top. If you are of true leadership material, being authentic should prove to be no problem. Of course, if you're a sociopath trying to act authentic, it will be counterproductive. People will see through you and your act in a heartbeat. And that's why you just may be out for a walk after all. Make the decision to choose authenticity when you feel the urge to put the mask back on. You will bring significant value to all of your interactions and lay the foundation to achieve your goals in a win-win environment. So I hope this has been of help to you, and as always, best to you. Thank you for listening to the Achieving Clarity podcast. We hope you liked it. To hear more tools and strategies to help you in your personal and professional life, subscribe to our podcast. Thank you again.